Welcome to Meg Talks, the Move with Meg podcast. I'm Megan Kerrigan and I'll be sharing ideas on how you can become a more consistent and confident dancer that understands your body and mind. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Meg Talks. This is your first episode of 2024 and I am super excited. Wow, what a year 2023 was. We launched the podcast and we got some great episodes out there. My plan for 2024 is to be more consistent, to get more guests on here, to do more solo episodes, to be more educational and to just help you guys so much more as Irish dancers that are in a position that I was once in. And if I can help and give you some advice or support or any sort of inspiration and motivation, then that is exactly why I do what I do. So first of all, thank you for listening. If you can, please hit subscribe on whatever you listen to this on. This helps me to grow the podcast, of course, and for me to reach more Irish dancers around the world. So that would be absolutely fantastic. Also, please share the link to however you listen to this onto your social media platforms. Tag us and let us know what your biggest takeaway was or what you loved most about this episode so that we can share the word, share the love. And also that'll mean and help me to be more consistent and also to get better and bigger guests on here. I mean, imagine like the goal one day to get Michael Flatley onto my podcast. Um, Wish me luck, but it's in there. Dream big. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the All Islands. So in the episode, we'll go through um, a little bit about the All Islands and my experience of it back when I was dancing many, many years ago. We will talk a little bit and touch upon the solo recalls. So obviously it's probably the only competition. I'm not too sure about the US competitions, but it's the only competition that I ever danced in and that I know of that does a solo recall in the way that it does at a major so we will discuss that. And we will also discuss management, managing sort of excitement of maybe recalling, qualifying for the world at the All Islands and maybe even managing some disappointment at the All Islands if you have already qualified for the world and managing that and not letting it impact you in your next biggest competition at the World Championships. Now, of course, this is targeted at the CLRG, we're all islands, but don't be put off if you are not in that organization because there are many tips and hints along the way here for any parts of my story that can inspire you and motivate you, even if that is not a competition that you attend. So make sure and keep listening. The All Islands, it is the biggest, if not the biggest competition, really, if we think about the CLRG year of competing. And that is because the world, of course, we have the limitation of certain age groups can only qualify and also then the limitation of you have to qualify to get there. So in terms of numbers, in terms of competitors, the All Islands is the biggest competition of the year in the CLRG calendar. So I absolutely loved the All Islands when I was dancing. It was my favorite competition. I loved the venue. Oh, the venue is just amazing. I'm so glad it is still there. I love the venue as a spectator as well. I will be going this year from Monday to Friday. So we'll go in. Myself and Annabelle are heading over to Kalani to watch this year so that we can support the dancers that we're working with, 
that we can be by their side. Every opportunity we get to come and support dancers, we try to do that as much as possible because it gives us a better insight into how we can help you further. It gives us a better insight into whether what we're doing is working. It gives us time to spend time with you guys and actually give you a big hug and be there physically to support you, which is always nice. And of course, to have fun and spend time with you too. So uh, we're really excited to get there. And of course, as such a big competition, if you have already qualified for the World Championships, it's really big practice and really great practice. And if you're too young to dance at the World Championships or to qualify, and that is a goal for you in the future, the All Islands really serves as a great setup, a great practice, a great way for you to experience a bigger stage, a bigger environment, and sort of begin managing the mindset, the nerves, all of that side of things in a big, major competition setup. So the All Islands is a really important competition. No matter what age you are or what stage of dancing you're at, of course, if you're a beginner and you've only just started, you're I wouldn't recommend you turning up and giving it a go. But if you are sort of at that preliminary level and your dreaming and goal is to get to the World Championships and to get to qualify at that, then the All Islands is a great way to start training yourself in for that. I think a lot of dancers tend to think about results and I want to get the results now. But this is the foundation work that also sets you up for the future of those big goals. Everyone has to start somewhere. And if your goal is to medal at the All Islands one day, that doesn't mean you're going to turn up the first time and medal. You have to practice, you have to prepare, and you have to do these things. It's like attending local fashions. Maybe there's three people in your competition and the competition isn't actually great, but what you are doing is practicing your mindset, practicing your fesh day routine and getting to grips with those so that on those bigger days, those things are just natural and you can focus on other areas. Now, lots of things have changed in terms of the All Island since I was dancing, but also lots of it is still the same. So you couldn't qualify at the All Islands when I was dancing. Um, So I think that's a really big change that has happened and one that I will touch upon um, today. It is very close to the World Championships. So if you think about this All Islands and the World, there is five weeks from the end of the All Islands till the start of the World Championships. And that is a very short period of time if you have just qualified at the All Islands. The good thing though, we'll touch upon that a little bit later, is that you've already done the work. You're already doing as much work as everybody else that is going to the world if you've qualified at the at the All Islands. So we'll touch upon that in a bit more detail later. Another thing that did change um, since I was dancing, at one point you had to dance a traditional set dance, no matter what age group you were at the All Islands. And that was quite interesting. I was glad that kind of came into fruition and came into competing just after I finished. And I was pretty glad to have missed out on that because I don't think that would have suited my style very well. Although lots of things have changed since I was competing, the All Islands is one of the major competitions that has pretty much stayed very similar. The venue has stayed the same, the halls have stayed the same. And that is why I'm the best person to give you some support and help along to this competition. So let's discuss the solo recalls. I love the idea of this because it gives so many more dancers an opportunity to actually receive a reward. Maybe you're a really good soft shoe dancer and you're really working on your hard shoes at the moment. You not really go into and you don't expect to get the overall recall, but you think, 
I might get that recall in that soft shoe. It just gives all dancers in the competition something to sort of work towards and achieve. So I absolutely love that about it. What I think is difficult and what dancers find difficult about the solo recalls is managing their mindset around it. Now, I do have a workshop, like a masterclass coming up on the 31st of January, where we're going to touch upon this in even more detail and make some more plans around those solo recalls. And each of you are individually going to break those down, make plans and targets towards each of those and goals. But to briefly touch upon it, of course, everybody that enters a competition is very different. Some of you, and I'm talking from my perspective, so I don't really remember the years before those sort of later years where I was doing really well as a dancer. I won the All Island three times. And those three times, I... Don't think I, I don't think I ever won an All-Ireland solo. So I, in the three years that I won the All-Ireland Championship, the overall competition, I didn't win. I don't think I ever won an All-Ireland solo, ever. So that sort of highlights that it is a different competition. My strengths as a dancer were my fitness, my strength until the end of a dance, my yeah, longevity, so being able to dance as well at the end as I was at the start. And I feel like that gets lost. So my strength got completely lost when it came to lining up and just dancing one step. And lots of other dancers that wouldn't have been able to last until the end of the dance then are incredible. I think it's such a difficult job for for an adjudicator to sit down and judge that recall. So yeah, that's the first thing to think about. Now, I did at the time, let that impact me. So the first thing to think about is the results. So the results of those recalls are coming out and you're waiting for your overall result, maybe if you got the full recall. So you're waiting for your overall result. And in my case, I was hoping to win and I danced really well. My teachers were happy. I was happy. And then I got, let's say fifth or sixth in a, in a solo recall. One year I actually won overall and I got 18th in the light solo recall. And it's very difficult to manage and be realistic about what that result meant. And I don't think anybody ever spoke to me about the solo results and how that will not impact the overall result because it was a different adjudicator. That never sunk in for me. And that's why I'm so passionate about making sure dancers understand this. Your solo recall is adjudicated by a judge that is not judging your overall results. Their marks, their points, where they place you in those recalls is not a part of your overall result. So if that's the case, it's very hard though to stand up there and be happy in 18th when I know my aim was to win the overall competition and to not start spiraling out of control in my mind thinking, oh my goodness, how... I'm going to be 20th. I'm going to be right down the line. All those things when this was my goal and this was my target. So that's the first thing I want you to remember. This is a completely separate competition. The results of your solos are not included in the results of your overall competition. Really important to remember that. It is a completely different skill set to win a step down the line than it is to win three consistent like consistent scores across the board in three rounds so just remember that for if you do get those recalls and those results are coming out keep reminding yourself of the fact that this is a completely separate competition that also works in the opposite way you might win a solo and be absolutely buzzing 
and then thinking because you've won that solo, you're going to maybe be on the box if you are only actually going there with the hope of coming 20th, for example. So don't then also get carried away with the result if you got a really good solo result and start getting excited for the overall result. Try to, again, see it as a separate competition. Box it off as like almost a different fetch in your mind. It's completely different. You might be one of those dancers that is incredible in one step, but actually that strength isn't fully there till the end. Or you know that your overall set dance wasn't up to the same standards as that set down the line. And therefore you need to just in your mind be realistic with where those solo results are and where you plan to, hope to, aim to be in the overall result. The second thing I think is really important to remember when it comes to the solo recalls is that normally at a major, we dance three dances and our mind gets time to relax in between because it's a big competition. So you might do your first two rounds, let's say at the Great Britain Championships or Scotland Championships, then you've got a bit of time. So the recall comes out, you've got time to go away to eat, to reset that mind, to practice your set dance, to do all of these things. At the All Islands, you don't have that mental space if you get both of those recalls. Or even if you do, if you don't get them. A lot of the times I see dancers, and last year I've really witnessed this when we attended just to um just to support dancers. They were coming up to us like, I didn't get any of the any of the solo recalls. And then they spend that whole time wasting energy the whole time till the overall recall comes out wasting energy wasting energy wasting energy on oh my gosh what what happens if I don't get the overall recall and stressing out and then they get that recall and they haven't done any of the things they needed to do because they were so panicked so they haven't sat and reset their mindset they haven't gone for food they haven't gone and got some fresh air and had lots of water they haven't gone through their steps in their mind they haven't completely blocked off the fact that they've finished those other rounds and now the next round is their focus, even if that result, if that recall hasn't come out yet. And so regardless of whether you get those solo recalls or you don't get those solo recalls, it still has a really big impact on your day, on your mindset, on the energy that you are spending. That can really, really throw dancers then when it does come into going into that set dance. I know an example off the top of my head from last year is Hannah from the cave school in Dublin, she actually went on to win the championship and she did not get one of the re- one of those solo recalls. Now, clearly she didn't let that impact her or she used it as motivation moving forwards into her set dance and she really got that fire in her belly. Or maybe what she did is she used the time that she would have spent stressing out and practicing and being on stage for the solo recall. And she actually put that into focus in and being ready for that set dance. So there's lots of ways to think about this. I want you to just make sure that you are aware that these solo recalls are going to be an extra drain on your energy that you don't usually have to factor in. That might mean you need to be more prepared with your food. That might mean you need to be more prepared with your shoes being ready for the overall recall. That might mean you need to be more prepared for having a set procedure for what happens if I don't get that recall. 
I'm going to go away. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to write in my journal. I'm going to listen to this song that's going to motivate me. And I'm going to close the door on that part of the day. And I'm going to start focusing forward. Think about all of these possibilities, basically. And I know you don't want to do that. But the more prepared we are, if we've got procedures, why do you think we have a procedure for a fire alarm and we practice it? You know, at school when the fire alarm goes off and you're in class and you're like, yes, I get to leave class. I get to go practice this because no one wants there to be a fire. Most of the time, the fire doesn't happen. But if we all know what we are supposed to do and we've practiced it, when that fire does happen, we don't waste energy. We don't, we're at less risk of being hurt and we are managed in that reaction. The same applies to this. Don't think that just because you're having a set plan for if you don't get that solo recall, it doesn't mean that you're aiming big or you're thinking negatively. It's just knowing, okay, if this happens, I do this, this, this. If this happens, I do this, this, this. This happens, I do this, this, this. That means there is nothing on that day that can shake you mindset wise. I have seen so many dancers shaken by those solo results or solo recalls being given out that then they're completely thrown off for their set dance and their their parents are like, I don't understand what happened. Set's normally her best round or his set's normally his best round. Really don't know what's gone on there. Let these procedures help you through that. Hopefully that's helped. If you've got any questions about that, be sure to DM us, but also be sure to sign up to that masterclass. Even if you can't attend the All Island Masterclass live, purchase it anyway. It's £27. It's going to be an hour and a half. It's going to be a QA and a at the end, but we're going to go through this in detail and we're going to, I'm going to give you some structured plans and things to do if this happens, if this happens and if this happens. So you know, and you've got all those things done and given to you in that masterclass. You will get a recording if you purchased it. So if you can't make it live, it definitely will be worth it. And it's something that I wish I had when I was dancing, which is why I have created it. Now, the other thing to touch upon, and like I mentioned at the start, is that qualification, that option to qualify. So some of you might be going, that last chance to qualify for the world's 2024. Absolutely, go for it. You've worked hard, go smash it. If that happens for you, fantastic. It is now five weeks until the world championships. What we don't want to do is then panic. Oh my gosh, I've qualified. I'm all excited. You're overexcited. Then you go into panic mode. Work, 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 dance, 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 dance. I've got less time than everybody else. No, you don't. Because you've been working up until the All-Ireland. That's the reason why you qualified. You would have been working the same if you had qualified for the World Championships or not before this competition. So do not panic. Make sure, and again, we will go through this in the All-Ireland Masterclass. Make sure you've got a plan for if you do qualify. And if you don't qualify, if that was your goal, if you do qualify, your next steps are set some goals for the world. Work on your mindset. Make a plan for those five weeks. Schedule in your rest days. Make sure that you're working on your flexibility. If you don't qualify, maybe you take a week off dancing. Maybe you take a week to refocus. Maybe you make a plan for qualification next year. Maybe you spend a day out with your friends, completely not thinking about dancing. So we're going to set those things up for you so that we are ready and prepared mindset-wise, for either of those things. Second thing is, if you are already qualified for the World Championships and you have a disappointing result at the All-Islands, we need a setup for that too. It is just a competition. You draw and you close that door and you then refocus and reset yourself up 
thought, prepping and planning towards that world and not letting that disappointing result throw you. So in our All Island Championship Masterclass, we're going to go through all these things. I'm going to give you the tools to manage and to know what to do next. In all of the cases, we're going to also then do the movement do's and don'ts in the run-up and the two weeks before that All Islands, which is when this Masterclass is next Wednesday, the 31st of January. It is two weeks ahead of that All Island Championship. So it is exactly the perfect time to know what you need to be doing movement-wise, not what you need to be doing nutrition-wise in this next two weeks. And then also going through all of the things I've sort of touched upon briefly today in this podcast. Please take these steps. If you are not attending and you want to attend at some point in the future, then this is a really good one to listen to too. It also is, there's lots of messages in there that you can use in different areas of Irish dancing, so at different competitions too. So first of all, thank you very much for listening. I hope this has been useful. Like I said at the start, please subscribe and share your top takeaways or share this on your social media and tag us, letting us know which part of it you liked. Also, if you've got any recommendations of what you want to hear me talking about or what who you want on this podcast, please send them over to us as well on Instagram at movewithmeg with two Gs or also on our Facebook pages. If you are not in our free Facebook group, make sure to get joined into that. It is called Real Talk and it is support for teachers and parents. So it's a little space where, safe space where you can ask questions. Other parents that might have been and experienced that will be able to answer too, but also we are there to support you as parents through this journey because I know that it's a crazy journey for you guys too. Um, so join that. It's a really safe and positive environment to help you coach your dancers through the crazy world of Irish dance. And like I said, if you want to join the masterclass, the link is in the show notes or you can send us a DM in Instagram, all islands. If you say those words, we will send you over the link. Thank you very much for joining me. I will be back very soon with a special guest. So thank you. Have a great one. And hopefully I will see you on the masterclass. And if not, I'll see you at the All Islands itself. Have a great rest of your week and see you all very soon. Thank you for listening to Meg Talks. Don't forget to share your favorite parts of the episode and tag us on Instagram at movewithmeg with two Gs. And as a special treat, head to movewithmeg.co.uk forward slash Day Warm Up to access your free video. See you next time.